point where dp and i we have conversations while the intro of the show is playing without talking just mimicking words to each other we just can't stop (laughs) ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the dwi podcast my name is pc tunny i am joined as always by the man with the legend the other half of the world's greatest tag team never it's dp i mean let's be honest with the folks you're just talking to yourself you're not really talking i'm not there I'm not really here. Yeah, what is? Oh, what was the? Uh, what was that show on FX with? Um, with the fake dog, with the hallucinating. Oh shit! I think it was Elijah Wood. Yeah, it was Elijah you know what Wood. I'm talking uh, about. What was it? Damn it! Oh man. Ralphie, Rolfie, Rufie, no. Ruffalofagus. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the DWI podcast, folks. Episode three sixty three. You got the greatest tag team never here, as I was saying before. Wilfred. What a lovely time, Wilfred. There you go. What a lovely time to be a wrestling fan. One of the greatest WrestleMania builds ever. One of the greatest storylines ever happening right now, and it just keeps getting better. We're going to touch a few things on that. We also are bringing back Seinfeld this week, two part or the trip to start season four. And before we do all that, DP, just want to let everybody know to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. Get it in soft style. Do it for Miranda, the queen of soft style. And uh, don't forget about uh, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And, of course, you're already found Chairshot Radio Network. You're listening to us. You can find us on all your favorite streaming platforms, all the great shows, sports, sports entertainment, and entertainment. I don't know. I said it the wrong way, but those are the things they are. It's a lot of entertainment. Yeah, I, I literally, I'm not even like a half a beer in, so I'm not right. really ready for DWI Part One this week. <laughs> uh, I am more than one drink in, as a matter of fact, because today Good for was, you. Today You're was celebrating a... your shopping prowess. Hey? I am celebrating, as a matter of fact, and I, I spent the afternoon, evening uh, rearranging. Uh, the Lego room, which is uh, lovingly called the Nine, if you haven't heard yet, but that is gonna be called, the room's gonna be called the Nine. Yeah, that's uh, because there's Why? a nine on the door. Why? Uh, you'll you'll have to see it when you get here, because there's a nine. There was a nine on the door when I got here, so it's called the Nine. I've been there already. I haven't seen a nine, but now there's a nine. You weren't looking so hard enough. How is enough. that possible? <laughs> you weren't. It was always in there. It's always been there. Can you print out at least a sheet of paper for someone who takes my seat? <laughs> you want to reserve? You want a reserve seat? <laughs> yeah, that's my fucking seat. Ain't nobody else bring your fucking washer and dryer to your goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play those cards when you can. No, I'm kidding. Don't worry. I have no problem kicking anybody out of my seat. 
I will, uh, you know, I will make uh, damn sure if anybody actually shows up before you that they will not be sitting in that seat. That's for sure. I'm kidding. I can't. We need I to get can't. a sign. We do need to actually print out a sign because we were going to put up a sign on the wall anyway. So we yeah. should do that. Yeah. Be funny. So anyway, the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Let's talk a little bit about that, DP. Uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia. What are your thoughts here on this? Uh, it's a really intriguing Super Bowl matchup. Philly's favored by one and a half. Over under is 51 and a half. I took Kansas City in the under. Ray took Philly in the over. In fact, Ray picked a 31-27 Philly victory, and I picked a 27-17 Kansas City Chiefs victory with Travis Kelsey being the MVP. Go ahead and listen to Chair Shot NFL. That posted yesterday afternoon. Uh, we also talked some NBA trade deadline. But, DP, your thoughts on the Super Bowl before I get some of your thoughts on the NBA trade deadline because I know you're a huge NFL and NBA guy. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not uh, the whole the whole time this uh, game has been round one, one and a half as the spread, and it it seems like these two teams are really evenly matched. I like both of them. I think uh, Kansas City's got a little bit more of the experience wise, but man, Philly's just playing so damn well. I really like that they got they got a little bit better of a defense. I think they got a stronger offensive line. Uh, Kelsey versus Kelsey, as a matter of fact, in this one, but. Um, ah, man, it's just such a good, it's such a good matchup. It's actually, I'm really hoping this is actually going to be a good game because most of the time for the Super Bowls and stuff like that, you're watching it for the commercials. The game is kind of secondary in nature because we don't really care unless it's your team. Uh, but I think this one's going to be a nope, really good matchup. <laughs> and that won't change it this year either with the amount of people that are going to be yeah. at the Thunderdome uh, for the Super Bowl. The game will be very tertiary. Uh, yeah. When I'm, I'm completely okay with that. Uh, there's too much. There's too many other things to be entertained by down there. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot going on. I think. Uh, I think as long as it's a close game, the fourth quarter will be fun to watch. At least I think people will focus on it. So, I, I don't expect it to be any kind of blowout because these two teams are so evenly matched. That's why it's one and a half is the spread. Sure. But, um, I think, man, I think the I think the Philly defense is gonna show up. I think this will be. My opinion is it's going to be the under. I like Philly to win this thing, uh, maybe 23-20. It's going to be a close game, though. It's come down to maybe a field goal at the end, but I think this is going to be two good teams just battling back and forth. It's going to be a lot of fun. Your pick has been recorded, my friend. There we go. Now we'll see what I actually bet after the weekend's over, though, or when, when we get close to game time, anyway. Yeah. I'm just taking Kansas City because I think they have the better quarterback and the better coach. And to me, that that is what it is. I know Philly's got a great defense. Kansas City's not no slouch either on that side of the ball. So, I, like you said, hopefully it's a really fun game. How about this uh, NBA trade deadline? Give me uh, Bucks fan. Give me Drake Crowder. Welcome back to Milwaukee, old Marquette alum. I love it. I absolutely love it. Man, when the start of the season happened and Jay Crowder was like, I don't want to play for Phoenix anymore, I'm like, Get him to Milwaukee. Like I, I'm a big fan of Jay Crowder. I thought he would fit in great, right behind Giannis there when he comes in off the bench. God, that's awesome. That's an awesome backup. Uh, you know, power forward to have. God, he can hit the three. Plays great defense. He's gonna come in and just. I think he's gonna be an awesome addition to the Bucks. I know there's more, but I started with the Bucks because we're both in Milwaukee. We're both Bucks fans, so. No, with Portis being injured as well, that's going to ease the amount of time he 
he needs to get back in. So he's ready to go for the playoffs. And you really solidify that front line, like you said, because they only had Giannis and Portis and and um, and Lopez because Ibaka really hasn't played or done anything. And nobody else yeah. is that big in that team. Connaughton plays a lot bigger than, than he is, which is great. But now you put Crowder in there and everybody's healthy. That's just a great front line. Um, I'm glad they didn't get rid of Bochamp. Noara, he kind of had his chances and really didn't flourish in them as much as we thought. So I don't know if that's a huge loss for the Bucks because that's really the only thing they lost in this. They lost a bunch of second-round picks, but that's a bunch of second-round picks. No big you know? deal. Um, no big deal. And right when you're now, fighting for a championship, right that, you're not losing much on a second-round pick right. or anything like for that. For the next yeah, as long as Giannis is here in, in six to eight years, we're, we don't. That's not going to be a big thing. So this depth is great. Uh, George Hill, Serge Ibaka weren't really playing on this team anyway. So no, yeah, we got oh, we got. Uh, um, uh, now I'm going to forget his damn name. I had him all day. Uh, who's the other point guard? Javon Carter. Javon Carter. Javon Carter. Yeah, we had Carter playing. George Hill wasn't really playing, which I like George Hill too. But you know, um, he's old. He's older. Ibaka was way past. Ibaka was disappointing because I really like Ibaka, as I call him, on my NBA well, 2K. I think he's just but, <laughs> uh, Jordan Noara, I, I agree, though. Noara, when he came in and I, I'd see him play and I'd be like, man, this guy could be really good. You know, he has got, it looks like he's got a lot of talent and just, at least since currently, just hadn't quite gotten there yet. So that could be, that could be a loss potentially. But I think getting Crowder right now hey, is a lot better than having him there. How about uh, Kyrie to the Dallas Mavericks to play with Luka? Yeah, for God's sakes. Dude, I don't even know if I want to talk about Kyrie. He's just a cancer. Like, he's a great player, but he's a cancer. He's an absolute cancer. Is I would the, never want him on my CM, team. CM, he's going to be gone here. of the NBA. Yeah, he's just going to cause the CM punk of the NBA. He ain't going <laughs> to win this year, and then he's going to be gone because he's going to want out. He's going he's gonna to just be an idiot. Like, I just... God, the guy has such amazing, enormous talent, but he's just a cancer. He just doesn't, just can't deal with it, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, my guess is he's, you know, he could help him maybe get to the, you know, championship game this year, the finals. But the next year, he's, he's, he's gone. He'll be gone. He'll be a cancer and be gone. How about the biggest blockbuster of the trades is Kevin Durant heading to Phoenix joining Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. Fucking up my fantasy foot, fantasy basketball team. That's what he's doing. <laughs> well, hey, how do you think I feel about Kyrie going to Dallas? <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, damn it, I have KD. Like, uh, now he's got another, now he's actually hey, got how help. My, how about my Cam Thomas pickup for Brooklyn, huh? That guy's oh, I didn't been fired. attention to that shit. Yeah. Like, he had three straight forty-point games. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, they're gonna anyway, need somebody yeah, on that I'll... team. So that was that's a great trade, though. But great they got trade Spencer Dinwiddie and Dory. Dor- yeah, Finney Smith too. But yeah, for yeah. Phoenix, right? And Dinwiddie too. He, again, another guy on my uh, fantasy basketball team now moves over. He might get him a little more opportunity though. Well, so that's kind of good. Ray and I were talking about all these people going back to their old teams. Like, yeah. you know, fin- this Dinwiddie was on the Nets, right? Yeah. John Wall, John Wall. Ends up back in Houston, right? I'm sure he's D'Angelo gone. It sounds like Harris. he's getting bought out. <laughs> yeah, D'Angelo Russell. Not here. D'Angelo Russell right. back with the Lakers. It was like, a, you know, yeah. it was a lot like this. You will. Oh, shit. There you go. Yeah, from their previous teams, they're like, you know, welcome back, but 
not to, from the old team. Yeah, screw you. You're out of here. Noah reunited and it feels so good. I'm sure John so Wall didn't it, say that. <laughs> let me preview something for bandwagon nerds since I kind of played a clip. Uh, Patrick O'Dowd wants to start a Deadpool uh, for the Marvel Universe, right? So we're gonna pick characters we think might get picked off. If you want to submit your, if you want, if you want to come on just for that part of the show Sunday, I will text you and you can come on for those ten minutes and make your picks in the Deadpool if you want. What time? It'll be ta- between. One, yeah. It'll be between one and three. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to be yeah. I got a Super Bowl party to start. Uh... I'll have to talk so with the boss on that one because we might be know, prepping. You let me know if you got 15 minutes, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> listen. Oh, my uh, God. It's fantastic. So myself and Aesop and Dave all submitted a soundbite that we all would make for the Deadpool segment, right? Like a bunch, like some drops of – he wanted between 30 and 45 seconds and a bunch of drops of different stuff for Deadpool. So here's what I did. I took four drops, and I intertwined them into a certain scene from a certain character. Here we go. You will die alone. If you die, you die. If, I mean, if you could die. A good death is its own reward. Ideally, for others' sake. That'll do. Die, All you need now is a suit and a nickname, like Wade the Wisecracker or Scare Devil. Mr. Never Die. Ah, shit. What? I put all my money on you, and now I just realize I'm never going to win the uh, Deadpool. I like the way you die, boy. So there's a preview of mine. If you hear it again on Bandwagon Nerds Monday, that means I won. If you don't, it goes to the elephant graveyard. What do you think, DP? I think whoever's going to use the the uh, one where T.J. Miller talks about shirt cocking it, that one's going to win. <laughs> but mine is a uh, – but I made an actual – Deadpool clip for a Deadpool. You did. With people talking about dying. You did. You did. What were the four? Did you recognize the four? Uh... Uh, I heard Rocky in there. Yep. Uh, you got Drago. And that's all I heard. <laughs> so the second one was who's the guy from Law and Order? Um, and he was also in the. He's also on the prison show on HBO. Did he? Is he passed away? No, no, he's alive. He's the main guy. He's the main white guy. Oh. Uh... Kind of balding. It, that was him from uh, the Superman movie. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. And then the next one was Jeffrey Rush from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. And the last thing, I like the way you die, boy, was Jamie Foxx from Django. Ah. I wouldn't have got that one. I've never seen it. Oh, you should see that. That's a really that's a really fun. Is it really, movie. isn't it? Is that Tarantino? Yes, I believe so. Leo, Jamie Fox, bunch of really good actors and actresses in that movie. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I think we've talked enough and beaten around the bush and gave you a little bit of uh, entertainment value with some sports there. Uh, make sure you're tuning in to Bandwagon Nerds on Monday. Great show of talking everything pop nerd culture. I think Chairshot NFL is going to transition over into Chairshot NBA when we can jump on there and talk some stuff. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But just keep paying attention to everything Chairshot Radio Network. Of course, we got you covered through WrestleMania season and beyond. 
DP, we're going to take a first commercial break right here. DWI 363, ChairShot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Hey, folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI 363, Chairshot Radio Network, DP and PC, all up in your earballs. Um, let's talk some wrestling, huh? Yeah, why not? Some stuff. Your going thoughts on. on Sami Zayn attacking Roman Reigns on SmackDown last week? It's fucking awesome. I thought, you know, it was great. You know, he comes in. You know, Reigns comes out, does his thing, talking about, you know. Uh, Sami Zayn basically betrayed him or, you know, he gave him all his chances or whatever, you know. And then, yeah, here comes Sammy out of the crowd, starts beating him up. I love it. I love the passion. I'm I'm disappointed that this is going to happen at Elimination Chamber. Um, and I, I really do think we're going where we're going with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn teaming up to take down the Usos at Mania. I just, I felt like this was bigger. I felt like the the way they built this thing up. We've talked, we've been talking about it for weeks. I felt like this was a WrestleMania match. I know, I get it. I know where they're going. Um, still could be awesome at, at Elimination Chamber, but uh, yeah, uh, the 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 interaction at Chamber of Jimmy and Jay, when you know they're obviously going to get involved. Is Jay going to be? You know, what's going to happen with that is going to be the big part of the story. And uh, maybe we'll get some of that. You know, on SmackDown, obviously, we're recording before SmackDown in the tag title match, but. You know, well, they're not losing. I like, I no, not no losing, like, but. Watch it. Like, I see it. Like, you listen to watch Twitter, and you know, we don't talk about the IWC and all the bullshit on this show, but it's funny to just watch the people lose their minds going, if they don't win tonight, that's bullshit. Or if they, I can't, if they win tonight, they'll be so stupid. Like, who cares? Just fucking go on for the ride. It's been amazing. What about you doesn't trust what they're doing right now, but. The more important thing that came into my mind is we're talking DP and I and um, friend of show and the Dillonator. There will be four of us. We don't want to we don't want to give friend of show a name quite yet because that could be a possibly interesting. Anyway, speaking in code, <laughs> we're going to see Ant. We're going to see Ant Man, right? And then I was like, let's go to the bar or go. Let's go back to the Thunderdome and and and, and write some uh, some stuff. Uh, do some writing, but yeah, we have to anyway, because the Elimination Chamber's on next Saturday. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's coming up so fast. Yeah, this was a quick one. I wonder, uh, I haven't seen anything for Between Chamber and Mania. I mean, I'm guessing... Shouldn't be anything. Daryl, there's always a, like a weird thing. Huh? No, there won't be anything. So that's a nice long build. Yeah, I well then that's like a seven week, that's like a seven week build, I think. That's good, I think, especially for some of these because they haven't like some of the stuff they've been building, but other stuff they haven't, and particularly if you're going to try and six, build Reigns and, and Cody, you need a little more weeks. extra time. 
yeah six weeks there um yeah. what's else this is nice we're gonna start getting some hall of fame announcements too yeah, like you know, it didn't seem like last year they they kind of waited a little bit later too. Like hopefully this year maybe they start hitting them right after Chamber Batista. and they got seven weeks, six weeks to do it. Batista, Batista would seem to be the the obvious choice to headline considering his success in Hollywood and where they're having this this year. Yeah, that that has uh, to be the headliner. The, the other thing too is uh, they're filming more movie trailer spoofs. I'm loving that. God, you you, you posted that little them. spoiler. I love it. Yeah. They should. Yeah, hopefully we, hopefully we get that. We might get it tonight on SmackDown. We recording SmackDown starts in 42 minutes. This is just when we record, folks. Um, but you will get AJ and I in the afternoon. We'll cover SmackDown from tonight. Um, I bet you. you I bet you they'll wait till after Chamber to start those. I bet you. Think so? Yeah, I bet you. The, the that promote makes, Chamber yeah, you six. six they got plenty six of time. Six weeks. You got you got six weeks. Six yeah. spoofs or something. Six different ones. Got to throw know. it. I mean, I think I heard you know some stuff uh, you know using older movies, and it sounded like you know like uh, the old uh, Kingpin said uh, you know they probably use more current movies, which makes a lot more sense. They're probably going to use more current movies. Well, like I, I could see, I could see like the Rock playing yeah. Black Adam or uh, oh wait, uh, shit. Um, <laughs> you know Batista. Could, oh no, 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 no. John Cena's Peacemaker. Peacemaker. No. Peace, no, no. Peace, no, no. Shit, peacemaker. I don't know. I don't know. What I would think, uh, Roman Reigns as Aquaman could be interesting. He looks just like Jason Momoa. You know, he could do that. Uh, or, or let's get as 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 current as possible in Ant Man and the Wasp and get, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, shit, uh, Rain the Conqueror as opposed to Kang the Conqueror. You know, Reigns the Conqueror. Oh, geez. I bet we do get like an Avengers thing. We have to. That's like the hugest thing going on, you know. Like they gotta I do. I think the Top Gun, a Maverick thing, a Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick thing. Yeah. But we just mentioned Peacemaker, and I'll use any excuse to play this. There you go. All right. I wasn't going to bring I should have brought the music down there, but I didn't. Most I was hilarious lazy. and ridiculous intros to ever go like, this is hilarious, when, but what the fuck? <laughs> when do we get the next season of Peacemaker? Do we know? I thought that was filmed. No idea. No I know idea. Mandalorians uh, start in March 1st again. That's awesome. Thank God. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to wrestling. Seems oh, like yeah. we don't want to talk about it. But, uh, Let's talk about the biggest thing, and that's the Cody Rhodes-Paul Heyman promo. I'm guessing you got a chance to watch that in its entirety. And what did you think? How do, how do you think that shifted the storyline, or, or, or you know, how does that change the fans' focus? And what were the pluses and minuses, if there were any minuses? Because a lot of people thought that this was – a lot of people that are were in, in the business thought this was amazing. I, I did. I, I really liked – how they did that. I enjoyed them doing the kind of pull back the curtain type of thing. Obviously they knew they were going that way and, and tell, but to tell those kind of stories was really neat. It's stuff you don't get to hear. I, you know, they're, they're obviously there. I mean, I, I guess I'm saying it. They're, they're true. I think they're a hundred percent true. Um, well, Bubba Ray was on 
busted open was like everything he said is absolutely true. And when Tommy comes on, because Tommy was working with Dusty when Paul helped him out, you know, Tommy will tell you exactly, you know, yeah. exactly. But the, everything that both of them said was true. And that's some of the best storytelling is just pulling from real life. Right. And it just ties in like ridiculously well, you know, to that whole thing, having Heyman there um, to do that. And then can, you know, just rip the cord and, and, you know, tug at that string there at the end by saying, you know, he, he never trained you and bullshit, you know, he, you know, he just, he, he's pulled him, pulled him all the way in and then dropped the hammer on him, which I thought was really great. And the, I love hearing those stories and yeah, bringing them into an actual storyline is great. And I think it's just, it's an immediate, it's an opportunity to tie some of that together before the real shit happens, you know, because right now Zane and, and Roman have their thing going on. That's got to keep going for another week until Chamber. But yet Heyman can start the story and build that against Cody Rhodes, which is just really cool. He ties that together. I thought that was just done just masterfully. I thought, you know, Cody did it perfect just by getting in his face and saying, like, you know, I'm going to take down your boy and you know walked off i thought that was really great he doesn't have to get face to face with reigns yet because reigns is finishing his shit you know and then they start that after chamber but it's just a, it's a great starting tie-in to the to them he brings the family in he brings his dad in this whole thing is about you know getting getting that title coat dusty never got and bam like before we're even off and running we're off and running <laughs> like that's it's crazy it's funny because it's another story really about Dusty and someone else, but it kind of made it more about Cody because before it was Cody wanted to win it, the title that his dad never got, right? Well, his dad's not there to celebrate it with him, but now Paul brings up the point that, you know, I want you to win it for you. And then he gets real deep with him and says, you know, your dad never trained you, but he trained all these unbelievable superstars to become these great legendary superstars. Becky, Bailey, you know, uh, Kevin Owens, and the list goes on and on. And finally, and Roman Reigns. And while you're his favorite son, Cody, and he always wanted the best for you and you to win the championship, Roman Reigns is the son he never had. And that right there makes it about Cody and not about Dusty. And to me, that was a great flip for the fans to be able to get behind Cody a little bit more. Granted, he's doing it for the legacy. He's doing it for the family, but he's doing it for himself because he knows that's that's what his dad would have wanted anyway, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, that Dusty loved his kids, and that he would absolutely would have wanted it for him. And he, you know, not for not doing it for Dusty, do it for yourself and everything. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's a great tie in. It just, it brings it all together so well. And Paul Heyman just does that so masterfully. What do you think if they found a way to bring in Gold Dust and Gold Dust was the reason at WrestleMania that Cody didn't win the title? He screwed Cody over. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, not because he's not, yeah, I'm fucking with your mind, bitch. I, not because he's lying with Roman, but because if if I can't win, you can't win. 
See, that's I, good though, right? That'd be interesting. See, I, I, I had that's the... not... But not... I mean, I'm just thinking of like you know, not gonna happen. But I, I, I thought of that. That what if you know at least old Goldust or Dustin came back to celebrate, just to celebrate with him, to be in the ring, whether it's at Mania but or the Raw after. The at the... I, yeah, actually, you want to know what? That's a possibility. If Hunter's in charge, right? And Tony Khan would have no problem, right? Because Goldust is still under contract with I think AEW, so. I think so. right? I would assume so, yeah. I'm not sure. I, let's just say he is. I, I may sound really stupid right now, and, if, and he's not, but I think he is. I, I, Tony Khan would not say no to that um, if Hunter asked him just to say you can beat. Well, then they would kind of give it away. Like, I, well, I guess, yeah, I guess Goldie's not going to give it away, but I don't know. That's an interesting thing. That's an interesting politicking. Like, it would be cool to just have him walk out after Cody won it. To, and, and just as, just as don't even have to mention his name. Everybody knows who he is. He just walks out, celebrates with his brother and you don't see him on TV again. It's not, right. you know, that would be interesting. Come out for an embrace. It looks like he's still under contract from what I can tell here. Um, but I mean, yeah, just for, just for that, like embrace to celebrate, you know, that would be really cool. I, yeah, I don't know if I'm sure he'd hundred percent be on board for that and, and allow him to do that. But, uh, I don't know. The cool thing is if Hunter did that behind Cody's back and no one saw him the whole, whole time, and then when they went out to the match, he came back into Gorilla with Hunter to watch and then came out to do it. And Cody, you want to see a reaction from Cody, he'd be like, you want to see him lose his fucking shit while he's celebrating, and here comes that, Dustin. That would... That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. there I just... I, I just booked one of the coolest WrestleMania moments in the fucking history of the 39 <laughs> fucking annual events right there. Yeah, that'd be that'd be right up there with a lot with the very 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 few moments like that. Like maybe, you know, Benoit Guerrero, right. you know, hugging at the end of 20 or whatever was really cool, but this might beat that like yeah. Yeah. What else is going on that's on the forefront of your mind here as we head down the road to WrestleMania? What's your second favorite thing besides the World Championship, Chase? Uh, to be honest with you, right now, uh, it's the U.S. title. Um, I'm really looking forward to that elimination chamber. Um, I'm almost 100% positive. I can never say 100% that, that Austin Theory is going to walk out of there with it. But Why would he? Well, I, and seeing John Cena come out, maybe at, right after the match, or the, it's going to be the Raw after probably, but... You know, that, 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 that's, I'm kind of looking forward to that story. I, I think listening to theory on commentary was just awful. I'm sorry. He's just not there yet. As far as commentary goes, he is terrible, but, um, I think a build with Cena is definitely going to help that kid. Uh, you can't do better than John Cena. I think we talked about that last week. John Cena talking trash is, you know, can't be beat. So. Uh, you know, him versus Theory on a build to Mania would be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I think that's going to be a really good chamber. I, I personally, I, I think that's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really good. I enjoying everybody that's in there. And I think we're going to get a couple stories out of that because Rollins is in there as well. And he needs his opponent for WrestleMania. So a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Thank you.
Breaking news in the world of golf. Tiger Woods commits to play in next week's Genesis Invitational. Is that a live? What is that one? Oh, that's Tiger's PGA guy. That's PGA. I didn't know. That's a PGA event. Changes shit. That means he's ramp. That means he's ramping up to play in the Masters this year. It's great. That's huge. It's great. I hope yes. he's healthy and better, man. You can't beat watching Tiger Woods, man. Speaking of, we got to bring up FML um, at uh, the Super Bowl. Not okay. fuck my life. Oh, not family medic. Not family medical leave. Friday Masters luncheon. Oh. Okay. Well, shit, I don't work on Fridays, so I'm in. Hey, And we have a half a day because it's Good Friday. Oh. So I don't have to take off. That sounds like Great Friday to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, um, what's the bowling alley uh, on out there by me, by work, by my work with the, with the pub in it too? Well, you're asking me? The Berlin Ale House. Oh, right on. There you go. This guy a yeah. bowling alley? There, it's kind of between. Yeah. It is a bowling alley with a bar. Oh. I've never been in there, so. Okay. <clears throat> That's what we do. We just make it plans now on the show. That's not, we, what else we got to talk about. I think we covered, every, I covered everything. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? There's a couple other good things. Um, Edge, and, Edge and Beth to start the uh, yeah. start Raw was excellent. The Glam Slam on Dominic. That and then awesome. how about how about Lita coming out and helping Becky yeah. win uh, the cage? What's up with that? That was interesting. That didn't see that coming. Well, I'm hearing like maybe Trish, Lita, and Becky versus damage uh, control. Damage control at like that. Mania. That'd be that'd be really cool. I like that. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, I'm um, hearing Ronda Rousey at SmackDown tonight. Are we? Um... I well, that's what I heard. She's, I heard she's at. I heard she's in. I think they're in Connecticut tonight, and I think she's in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, they're at the Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Okay. I'd still like the idea of them building her and her and Baszler. I, yeah, I guess I don't know what Ronda Rousey's going to do. Is she sticking around or not? But I so. I'd I like to they, see them as a tag they, team and destroy and dominate she, the tag team titles. Make them somewhat. Try and make them relevant. Hold them for a while, just like the Usos are doing with the with the uh, men's tag titles. Make them try and make them relevant, like and do something or, with or, them. Or if she is leaving, let her and Shayna lose by putting and put over whoever they lose to, you know, and then put over Shayna by screwing them all by splitting it up and setting something up with her and Rhonda down the road, and then Shayna becomes a contender over the summer. That'd be great. That's if Rhonda's leaving. If, if Rhonda's she's... leaving. If I hope she's not. I hope the ta- I hope she. I hope they run the tag team titles all the way till next mania, and then give the big rub to somebody else. Well, doesn't Damage Control have the tag titles? So they'd have to lose them then to be in that six woman tag and have Shayna and maybe they tonight would. they're going to announce that Shayna and they're going to challenge for the tag titles at Elimination uh, chamber. chamber. Yeah, why not have them tag- challenge for the titles at Chamber? Becky screws them over, then they challenge her to get two partners for Mania. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, by Tony. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that song. Costanza. 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 It's oh, like I just. Yeah. What do you leave the alarm clock behind? Or the hat? You left one, the hat. One time the hat. 
time alarm clock. Oh, that's right. That was that one, not Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Separate yeah. episodes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. What else? Anything else wrestling here? No. Uh, what's interesting, Lashley and uh, Lesnar is going to be at Chamber. Oh, not Mania. So, well, I maybe they'll still have a match at Mania. Did he? Bobby didn't say they were going to have a match at Elimination Chamber. He didn't. But next, uh, is it next week? Is the contract signing on Raw there? Or next next Monday will be the contract signing. So, yeah, Lashley said no. Yeah. I can't see that being. They why they already they already announced that there's a contract signing next week. They did. Yep. I could see him Something's saying like, "Screw off! I'm not doing this or whatever." Like maybe MVP comes out, they get back, they get the hurt business back together. Uh, and he goes, "Hang on a yeah. second, we're not doing well, this." Well, he did kind of give the he kind of did give the crowd a chance to hesitate when he said, "Then I'm going to show it to my manager." Yep. Everybody went, and my lawyer, you know. So yep. I'd love to see the Herpeses get back in. Well, he, you know, uh, Benjamin and and Alexander there. You know, MVP walked out to the ring with them. They didn't officially say anything like they were back together, but it looks like it, which would be awesome because that was a fantastic group, and they did not do them justice. Like, you know, especially if you're gonna whatever they're doing with Omos too. Like, you could get a group together. You know, I don't know. Again, love love me some good factions, so. Yeah, we'll have to stay tuned and see what happens with that. But uh, it's just been good all around. I think everybody else, you know, when you have this greatest story, one of the greatest storylines happening of all time, it makes everybody else step their game up, you know. Same kind of thing was happening in the Attitude Era, right? Everybody wanted to outdo everybody, but in a healthy kind of way. And that's that's good. C- competition creates better product, you know. Especially yeah. if it's amongst your goodwill natured on amongst your own group too. So all right, well we'll keep you tuned in and uh AJ and I'll have the SmackDown coverage from last night as you listen this morning. But for now I think we're gonna take another commercial break and when we come back, we're getting back to Seinfeld. We're kicking off season four, doubling up with the two part the trip episode. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Somebody got killed while they had me in custody. Really? Yeah. You hear that? Somebody else was killed. No kidding. Somebody else got killed while he was in jail. So you're free. Yes, I'm free because the murderer struck again. That's it. That's the clip this week because to me that was the funniest thing out of both episodes, even though there was a ton of funny things. But Kramer's standing out of the edge of the courthouse up on the steps after getting let go, and he's like, and I'm free because the murderer struck again. Like, it was a fucking, like, Broadway play that was happy-go-lucky. <laughs> I did. Uh, the other part I enjoyed, and I thought maybe you'd play that one, was um, when he's when George and Kramer, George and Jerry, go to talk to him when he's in custody. And they get on the phones, and Kramer's like, 
Yeah, this is great. He's like, ah, fine, I'll be out of here in like a couple hours. Don't worry about it. He's all happy go lucky, doesn't care. Uh, and then he's walking out. He's like, I would, you know, they want to see you. He's like, okay. And he walks out. He's like, can I talk to my friends for just one more second? He's like, okay. And Kramer walks back and goes, get me the hell out of here. Oh my God. And he just starts freaking the fuck out. I thought that was fun too. <laughs> is that the other bite you had? Oh shit. That's the wrong one. Same one. Oh, this one. punishes evil scum like you. Have you got that? You're making a big mistake. No! You made a mistake, Kramer. Sickies like you always do. The only difference is this time, you're gonna pay. Whoa. Yeah, I had a little more. That one didn't come across so well, but I just like the, the, the brevity of the other yeah. one, but there's so many good... That's Ron Howard's brother who's the actual serial killer. You know that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely I do. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, because I remember him from, and he was in Arrested Development, did a bunch of stuff in there too, and yeah, he's always around. He's great. <laughs> they get him, they get him, they pick him up for uh, trying to do a carjacking when they have uh, George and Jerry in the back of the squad car. Well, no, not a, wait, 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 not a carjacking. He's trying to break into a car. Right, he's breaking it. Yeah, he's trying to break into a car. <laughs> yeah. So they're just hanging out in the back seat. He's like, oh, what'd you guys do? Nothing. Yeah, me too. I'm innocent too. How much do you tip a? How do you much do you tip a chambermaid? How much do you by the way? tip a chambermaid? So he's a, great, he's a very is, generous tipper. Yeah. <laughs> very generous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the premise of everything is Kramer leaves New York and goes to Hollywood to try and you know become an actor or get his movie made after having a fight with Jerry over the keys at the end of last season, and now Kramer's been out there for a while doing his thing, and we see some of those scenes. Um, did you notice Kramer's knees are all scuffed up with, from the, uh, roller skating in the roller skating no, scene? I don't remember his knees were scuffed up, but yeah, I remember, I remember the roller skating scene when he's out there on the beach. Yeah. No. But so they show Kramer meets, uh, I saw the tan when he's got the tan lines from his tank top. Oh my goodness. And then he sees Fred Savage in the, in the restaurant and that tries to give him his treatment and, uh, scares him away. But George in, ends up going with Jerry to make an appearance on The Tonight Show. And I think another one of my favorite things that I almost picked was when George finds out about it and talks about all these things he needs to do before they can go on this two-day trip. Yeah. Am I going to need a hat? I'm going to need a hat. How about, about my clothes? What about my clothes? What about the hotel? Is it a fancy hotel? Are they going to have, like, cashews? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be full service. What Can I get a meal? Can I get the kosher meal on the flight? Yes. I can get the kosher meal. Okay. <laughs> and he comes in and he shows up and then he shows up at Jerry's place with like four bags. He's like, we're going on a two day trip. What are you doing? <laughs> he's like, I dress yeah, he's like, for, for how I feel <laughs> that when I wake up. Yeah. He's like, what do you recall? I think he said, what do you recall? Welch? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so Noah Lane in this episode. And two episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I considered one. That's sure. why we watched it together. These two parters. Um, yeah. But Noah yeah, Lane. Noah Lane. I wonder if she was doing something else. It's a possibility. She might have been in the middle of something I'm there pretty, to start the season. I think pretty gotta... sure she's in the next episode. 
it'll be good. That's okay. They they replaced Elaine in this in this one with uh, Corbin Burnson and uh, George Went. So George Went. Don't have to mm-hmm. worry about that. That was also one of my favorites too. Is you know George is sitting there waiting while Jerry's doing his thing, and he's in the back, you know, in the green room or whatever, and bumps into Corbin Burnson and decides like, hey, uh, I, you know, I got a great story for Law and Order, and tells tries to tell him the story about the cat, you know, kill he's him killing that cat of his girlfriend, and uh, then bumps into George Went and tells him how to they all they don't need to be in a bar and Cheers anymore. Enough, you know, the, the exact words was it. Enough with the bar. Yeah, enough with the bar. Enough with the bar already. So they yeah, uh, both of them use that story while they're on the Tonight Show, and George is in the audience going, yeah. "Oh Jesus Christ." Right, yeah, he's just getting more angry as it goes on as each story is being told. That's that's hilarious. You know, it's funny you didn't see. I don't even know who was the host. It was it was Leno the new the host that in '92. Had to have been Leno. Yeah, I don't remember if they they didn't say he didn't say he just said the Tonight Show. He just said I'm doing the Tonight Show. Yeah, it's interesting that they didn't have whoever was doing the Tonight Show on there because yeah. it's all NBC related. Yeah, they didn't say they didn't say a name or a host. They didn't show a host. Which is probably good. I mean, that's a good way to do it. I think we've talked about that with like the like the cell phone era, like stuff and phones or whatever. And you know, you mentioned that where it's like it dates things. Where if you just say the Tonight Show, that could be any era. It doesn't matter. It's just the Tonight Show. Like, okay, it's been around forever. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great point. That's a yeah. great point. I think we always talk about like you 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 mentioned that a lot with like the phones and stuff. It's like oh you you know you bring in a phone. It's like well now you're. You know, you're dating yourself, even though they actually they drove around to find a payphone to call nine one one. Hilarious conversation. I'm by all the over way, the place. As well, <laughs> yeah. What? How does Jerry start the, the, the like nine one one? And Jerry's like, how, "How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Oh, sorry, yeah, it's a force of habit. <laughs> it's like, no, it is an emergency. Oh. It is. They're gonna send the black and white. The, you know, it gives them their name and. Yeah, it was it was good. Can I play with the can I play with the can I turn the siren on? Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Quiet down back there. You're all goofing off. So as we preluded with the sound bite, you know, Kramer beats the charge after getting taken in and, and you know, questioned and starts to sob and then gets let go and immediately is fine again. And um but at the end Jerry and George and Kramer are, you know, they're out on some overlook and just hanging out at like a picnic bench or something, having a sandwich or whatever, because George hasn't eaten. George is hungry because he couldn't eat eggs for lunch. Yeah, tuna salad. Uh, egg I, salad sandwich. I could eat e- Sorry. Egg yeah, salad. I could eat eggs every minute of the day. Uh, Kramer seems like he's going to stay out there. And George and Jerry are like, okay, well, you know, we'll see you. And they're heading back. And Kramer wants a hug. Well, they don't do that on Seinfeld, so they kind of <laughs> shove him off. And then cut to George and Jerry being back in Jerry's apartment watching TV, hanging out, shooting the shit. And sure enough, wouldn't you know it, the door opens and it's none other than Kramer. Kramer, as if he had never been gone and nothing had ever happened, comes in, grabs some food. What are you doing? I'm grabbing some food. Any more mustard? This is the mustard zone. I don't like that. I got the yellow stuff. I don't like that yellow stuff. (laughs) So as Kramer walks out the door, Jerry calls him back and says, Kramer. K-Man, right? K-Man pulls out the keys, gives him back the keys. K- Kramer catches him, and as he walks out the door, he gives that thumbs up and barely gets the hand out the door before it closes. 
But then he comes back in and throws his keys back at Jerry, knocks the bottle off the table. It would be great if it hit Jerry in the chest and the whole chair would have went bad ass over tea kettle, you know? Because uh, Kramer's set of keys is like a janitor's freaking oh, ring. Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Even like if two, like if a janitor had two jobs as a janitor or maintenance <laughs> or whatever that needs all the keys, right? Yeah, oh, that's, God. that's insane. So just a well put together episode. Um, I'm looking forward to Elaine being back next episode. Uh, believe is the pitch. I think they I think start the story their, right for their, NBC. Their their show. Yeah, pitched NBC. So I think yeah. we're gonna get uh, some. Even more great episodes, even more great storytelling. Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld definitely hitting their stride in season four. Um, I think they have been for a while now since you go back and listen to and watch season one, early two. They're crushing it, and it's just going to keep evolving into better and better things. I know Newman and Kramer, they trade a metal detector and a helmet, so we're going to have a really fun shenanigan episode between them as well. So looking forward to that. Yeah, we're on season four, DP. This is awesome. We're we're cruising here. Well, I think we we mentioned this a lot. Where you know, shows start to hit their stride really around season three, season four, and I think that's where we're getting at here with Seinfeld for sure. And you can you you see it right off the bat here. You know, it's like they're they're starting to get celebrities on the show too. Like you know, you got Bernson and Went, you know, and now you're gonna start to see some of those you know side characters. Cabbage that start to show up as like Jerry's girlfriends and all that kind of stuff too. So, oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, you know, definitely. You haven't really seen that in the first couple seasons. And now you're going to start to see some of those names and some of that, like, well, Oh shit. And, uh, well, you know? You're going to see that, right. You're going to see established people come in and do stuff. Right. But you're also going to see people before they became big, come in and do stuff. Oh, for like sure. a Brian Cranston. And stuff like that. Different people that weren't huge yeah. before they were on time. They were known as really good actors, but they weren't. They didn't quite make it big. But you can see, you know, early stuff. with. There's a few different ones. So that, like you said, that's going to be yeah. great. I, I can't wait. So, all right. Hey, it's WrestleMania season. It's season four of Seinfeld. We got Super Bowl Sunday coming up. I would. Definitely pay attention to the social medias here uh, at PC Tunney this Sunday because we're going to have a hell of a time. I think we're going to end up doing a Skype call with maybe some chair shot radio people. I will have my computer walking around the party uh, showing off everything down in DP's basement. And a couple guys want to say hi to DP as well during the Super Bowl. So maybe we'll all record some of that and put it up or maybe we'll do a live Twitter thing and see what happens there. But yeah. Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Don't forget all three of those things. We're, we're there for you covering uh, sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Uh, DP, where can they find this show on all the socials? Well, at Podcast DWI on Twitter and Facebook.com slash DWI podcast, as well as finding me all over the social worldwide media interwebs. At it's me, DPP. Do you got a last thought this week? Wrestling, Seinfeld, or sports related? Uh, I'd say sports, just because the Super Bowl, man. Super Bowl. That's that's Sunday's Sunday fun day for uh, Super Bowl time. It's the end of NFL season. Uh, you know, so it's that's it's kind of a bittersweet because the NFL on Sundays is always awesome to watch. So, 
Uh, I think we're leaving it off with a good bang here because that's going to be a good game between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And then, uh, yeah, we we finished that and we're right into Chamber. And then we're all, we're, you know, we're, we're getting to WrestleMania and building the rest of the stories that are going to be there for Mania. So sports and entertainment and wrestling right now is it is a fantastic time to, to be a fan. So as you said at the beginning, like, God damn it, enjoy it right now. Wrestling is, is phenomenal on the road to WrestleMania. It's the best you're going to get. Sports, comma, entertainment, and sports entertainment. We got all of that under our umbrella. Ella. Ella. Eh? Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.